Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Lindsay Makatalo. So this is coming from Lindsay. Rest equals better sleep, equals more energy, equals wiser choices, equals the life you want. I get it. I've been there. I lived the wildly busy life without intention. I ran out of energy fast every time, and I couldn't figure out why. My name is Lindsay Makatalo. I'm a relaxation yoga teacher. I started practicing yoga and meditation around the year 2001 at a very young age. I first taught in 2011 for free every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. in the park. I started up again under my own business with classes and private students in 2018. I found my own inner teacher through my own practice of yoga and meditation. I now teach my students something that has been born from my own practice and teachings, relaxation yoga. You want to be inspired? You're about to meet someone who I really admire. While she had every right to hang on to her painful betrayal, she decided, that's the key word here, to take some scary leaps in order to heal. Her transformation is so inspiring, and I can't wait for you to meet her. Here's Lindsay. Okay, everybody. So you are in for such a treat today because I have Lindsay Macatella with us and she's going to be talking about her journey from betrayal to breakthrough. And it's really such an inspiring story because sometimes we just get stuck. You know, we just were hard hit by a betrayal, whether it's from a family member, partner, friend, and we just don't know quite what what to do with it or how to move through it. Well, Lindsay's going to share with us how she did it and hopefully that'll give you some ideas. So welcome, Lindsay. Hello. So glad to have you with us today. So share with us, if you can, bring us back to, um, you don't have to get into detail about your specific betrayal if you don't want to, but share with us how it affected you. How did it affect you physically, mentally, emotionally? Like, where were you back then? Yeah, so I actually, it's funny because there there was a kind of a lead up to kind of the final punch, if, if you will, of the betrayal and the the actual final moment of realizing what was happening. I remember exactly where I was. I know what I was doing. I was actually in Target shopping for something. And I got this message um, from somebody and realized that something wasn't right. And immediately, I just dropped everything I had and left the store. It was like I was punched in the gut. I didn't know. I felt like I didn't know anything. Everything that I knew and that was this foundation of a relationship um, and expectations was all pulled up from under me like a rug. And I just felt so confused, so lost, so hurt. Um, It was just, it was so overwhelming. And, and you know what, Lindsay, you know, you're familiar with the Betrayal to Breakthrough program. That's stage two. That's where you're absolutely blindsided. The rug is exactly like you said, has been pulled out from under you. Everything you've known to be real and true has just been destroyed. There's no sense of safety. There's no sense of security. Your worldview, the way we view the world, our mental model is completely shattered. And it's absolutely the most terrifying stage. And that you remember exactly where you were. It's so common. And and another word for it is psychological earthquake. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like life is defined into before it happened and after it happened. And unfortunately, we remember exactly that moment, right? Because it imprints on our body and mind. Yes. So, so, okay. So your world was just absolutely rocked to the core and, and how did it affect you? So you felt punched in the gut. You felt like, you know, just so confused. What happened? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like 
I, I didn't even know what to do with myself, what to do with my life. I was questioning everything. I, I didn't even know like how I would continue to go to work. I didn't know how I was actually um, going to therapy at the time because therapy's always been something that's been really important to me and always been a part of my life. Um, and I just remember going into therapy and just, I would, I would either just sit there or I would just cry. And I just, I had no idea what to even, do. I didn't even know how to <laughs> how to like go through it. I'm like, what? I don't even know what to do. I was so lost for, for words, for actions. I, it, it was like, I was in this whirlwind, the storm. And, and it's the kind of thing where, when we're so hard hit like that, getting out of bed could be hard, oh, uh, right? Uh, like, how do we make it through our day? How do we, how do we get through the day? And I know there are people listening right now where they may be in that exact experience where they just are so overwhelmed with heartbreak and grief and sadness and pain. And we've talked about this. We're never betrayed by people we don't know. It's by people we're the closest to, right? So that's what makes it so much more of a shock and so much more painful. So what Mm -hmm. did you notice physically? Um, I I definitely, over time, I began gaining weight. I, I lost kind of the energy and motivation to cook healthy prior to that. And it's funny when you mentioned there's like before and after it happened, because even like over the three years post that happening up until I discovered Betrayal the Breakthrough, every time I would talk to my therapist about it, that's how I referenced everything was like before it happened, since it happened, every, everything was, was lined up um, kind of in that, in that time frame. But I, I stopped cooking uh, healthy meals. It was just quick and go because I didn't have the energy to slow down and actually take care of myself. My workouts were rushed and pushed almost in a place of like, you were betrayed. So you're not good enough. I didn't realize that that's what I was thinking, but looking back and reflecting, I realized that that's what was happening. So I was just punishing myself almost. Like I just, I didn't do anything in a way that was soothing to myself. And that's so important that you said that because so many people, that, that's what happens. We get betrayed. And then if we're not careful, we start believing what, mm-hmm. you know, th- that, that we were betrayed because we're not good enough, because we're not worthy, deserving, lovable, because we reason, well, if we were, why would this person do that to us? But eventually we, we learn it's not about us, but we don't. But in the beginning, that is just a real, that is just a really hard one to embrace. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you also mentioned that you weren't eating well and you were gaining weight. Well, this makes so much sense because now you move to stage three, right? Which is all about survival. And if you're trying to survive, you're not thinking about self-care and self-love. You're just trying to survive your experience. You're not like reading labels and trying to eat healthy. So it sounds like you absolutely, that was like classic stage three survival. So what other, I mean, so you saw it in, in your weight and how you were taking care of yourself, but let's go back to that whole, that whole worthiness thing. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did you move through that? Like what, oh, what did yeah. you, what kind of, yeah. What were you saying to yourself and how did you eventually get from that point of, you know, I don't, it, maybe I deserve this or I don't feel worthy to a, to a better place. 
Yeah. So with the worthiness um, aspect, also, I was just thinking as you were saying that I also ended up getting a stomach ulcer not, not long after. And I, I just, I really believe it was just stress induced. It was, it was from all of that. But with the worthiness stuff prior to that happening, I had been in the process of starting up my own business and I was really passionate about marketing. I had studied it in uh, college. I had done some of it uh, back when I lived in Minnesota. So I was actually living in Hawaii at the time. Um, and so I was kind of starting up this business where I was helping people with their social media and online presence and things like that. And I didn't, I just, I just dropped it after that happened. I, I completely gave up on my business because I thought, well, who am I to be doing this? And I completely gave it up uh, and, and never revisited having my own business again until years later. And, the, and it's, you can really see that downward spiral happening because it's like, here's yeah. the betrayal. Here's the lack of self-care. Here's the mindset shifts happening. Well, you know, well, who am I to do this? And I must not be good at this. And it's like this real negative spiral that just keeps going down and down. So then you stop doing marketing, which you were doing, and I'm sure you were good at. And then what happened after that? Yeah, it's, like you said, it's like, it's this downward spiral, but also eventually you don't realize what's connected to what, and you don't realize, like, I remember at the time, I never, ever thought that a stomach ulcer would be connected to that, even though it was, it was not long after. And, and you just think, oh, over the years, you just gain weight. And that's just what happens. It's like, no, that, that doesn't have to happen. You don't have to, you know, go for the sugary coffee. You don't have to um, grab something sugary for a snack instead of a healthy snack. It's, it was just this complete downward spiral of like losing the good habits that I had spent years creating and falling out of my workout routine. And even when I did work out, it was, it was more of a punishment than a, than something to take care of myself. It was just this constant um, spiral outward, but I had no idea until years later, just recently that that had all been connected. And that's the thing, you know, these things happen and, and we start having physical, mental, emotional symptoms and illnesses, conditions, disease. We don't even realize it's tied to the, that unhealed betrayal. So what was the defining moment for you? What started to turn things around? Yeah, I think like kind of like going right before the transformation, I, I had really built this safe space for myself, like where I hid, I hid in the shadows and I, I, I played it safe. I played small. Um, and then once I realized there was hope and, and learned about betrayal to break through and that started listening to the symptoms that other people were having and experiencing, I saw it all in me. And I, I just remember being so excited. I was like, almost like hyperventilating. I was so excited. Like, oh my gosh, I need this. Like I need to do this now. Like I need to do this today. And as soon as I, I started working through the steps and working through uh, the process, it, it really was that hope. It, it was that hope that they could, that I can change and, and having something to connect it to it. I didn't have those issues because I was unworthy. I had those issues because I went through a trauma. Oh, I love, I love, love, love. That is like such a, that is so powerful. It gave me chills. It's so true. <laughs> and that's the moment when you start to heal, when you realize it's not you, it's the trauma, something, something horrible happened. It impacted mm -hmm. you, but it's not who you are. And everybody, what, what Lindsay's referring to is the betrayal to breakthrough program, which she went through. And I'll tell you, you're listening to her, but I'm looking at her. She physically looks so different than 
she was a beautiful, a beautiful woman beforehand, but there is this glow and this radiance and this like lightness and mm-hmm. um, like glow, really, that mm-hmm. you didn't have because I, th- and now here's the thing. I remember we spoke in the very beginning and understandably mm-hmm. so you were very untrusting, right? Because yeah, think about yeah. it. Trust happens. We've given the person we love the most. We feel felt so safe with. They have shattered our trust. And then somebody like, you know, me comes along and it's like, and I'm saying, hey, trust me, I can help you. And Lindsay was very honest about it and was not trusting, which is so normal and so natural. How did you move past that? Because this is something that can absolutely affect us for life because I see it. You know, I, I have the, the uh, post-betrayal syndrome assessment quiz right on the site to see to what extent people are struggling. And there are comments in there what else do I, you know, do I need to know? I read every single one of them. And if I tell you how often people say my betrayal happened, you know, 10, 20, 30 plus years ago, mm-hmm. and I will never trust again, or, you know, I don't want to go into a relationship again because I don't trust, or I don't want to go into business with someone because I don't trust what, and it's a scary leap. How did you make that shift to start trusting again? Yeah. And it's so funny how that happened because So that hope that I felt when I first listened to you actually being interviewed on another podcast, talking about this, this whole concept and like this light turning on, right. It was, it was really like I was sitting in this dark cave and all of a sudden, like you literally walked in, like you didn't know you did, but you did. You walked into my cave (laughs) with this lantern and like lit off the room. I was like, oh my God. So that hope was so strong, but then it was so funny because I, the initial email with like next steps for getting into the program was delayed and I panicked. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And and it's so funny because I looked back at it later, like a week or two later after starting to kind of work through that and recognizing like where I was and being able to look at that so clearly, I was so in survival mode that I was just like, Oh my gosh, what is this? Is this a scam? Am I not like all of these fears started coming up? But what I did to push through that was I just thought, because that, that initial hope that I got was so strong and just listening to you. And I'm like, no, trust her. Like that. I know it's hard. I like literally gave myself like a pep talk, like because that's what you got to do sometimes. And, and I just, I just pushed through it and I, I just pushed through the fear and I just kind of let myself feel that discomfort of the unknown of, of not knowing what was going to come next, but trusting that anything be better than what I had already been doing. And, and you know what, this is, this is what makes the warriors truly because, and I'm not saying the betrayal to breakthrough program is right for everybody. What I am suggesting to everybody listening is when you feel, uh, that, that inspiration to just, this is scary. I don't know if this is, if this is exactly what I need, but I'm feeling called to do it, do it. Do it. And mm-hmm. I'm, whether that's the Betrayal to Breakthrough program, whether that's somebody else's program, it doesn't matter. I'm not tied to what you do. I just want you to do something. And we feel that feeling. And that's our gut telling us, pay attention. But here's what happens. Our mind talks us out of it. And that's the mistake. We need to trust our gut again. And, and you know, and I teach that that way to learn how to trust again. And one of the first things we need to do is learn to trust ourselves and trust in our intuition because Betrayal shatters all of it. We don't trust our betrayer. We don't trust ourselves. So one of the ways to rebuild that trust is just trusting our intuition because that'll serve us like a like a personal BS meter, you know? And yeah. right? Yeah. And and when you do that, 
It's scary, yes, but you know what I teach? It's as much as it's just scary, it's just unfamiliar. But it's in that mm-hmm. unfamiliar where the growth is. You don't you don't grow, you don't heal if everything you're doing is the same thing. So it sounds like you you felt that inspiration. I walked into your cave <laughs> and <laughs> and you trusted and I know how hard that is. But there are so many people who whether it's uh they feel called to 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 work with with me or anybody what do you suggest to them when they're feeling that they're like, I'm in this cave. It is so painful. I need to do something. But the, if the person closest to me, I can't trust. How do I trust in somebody else? How do you speak to that person? What do you tell them? What advice do you give them? Don't waste any more of your precious time and just step into the unknown because change of any sort. I mean, even when you're stuck in a rut and you just take a different route to work, I mean, change something and, and things will start to unravel. Beautiful. So now, so you, you started making a change. Let's talk about, so now that, now that negative spiral at least stopped going downward and it starts going upward. Let's talk about now some of the physical changes and then we'll get to the mental, emotional and what it led to. So physically, what started happening? What started changing once you made it? It really is. It's making a decision to start to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it all of a sudden became non-negotiable because I started seeing everything so clearly how I ate and what I ate, the, the time and energy that it took to cook a healthy meal. Or if at very least, if I'm grabbing something on the go, like if I'm traveling or, or just, just kind of on the go, grabbing something healthier, it just became non-negotiable to not go for the sweet, the, the like tons of bread or tons of noodles, like things that were really, really impacting my weight that I, that I knew. I mean, everybody is different, but I knew what was not helping for me. And it, it just became non-negotiable to, to not go for those things anymore. So then you start, so you stopped eating those things. And, and here's where a lot of people say, what, but I'm so busy. And who's got the time. It really isn't. It doesn't take a lot of time, right? It just takes different choices. Really. It's right. It's like you're making choices to choose something that's going to bring you further from what you want or a different choice that brings you closer to what you want. So you started making the different choices in your eating. What did you notice? Oh my gosh, more energy (laughs) Right, right off the bat. Just, just more energy. I felt better. I felt happier. I, I started, there were like a couple times, like kind of as I went through the process of like starting to eat healthier, and then I would go back and have something unhealthy um, towards the beginning. And I would just feel how that made me feel. I was like, ew, I don't like that. Why, why did I ever have that? Isn't that amazing? It's like, we get so desensitized when we're used to eating like that. Yeah. We don't even notice. And then your body gets really clean. And then yeah. you, it's like you, you assault it with those foods again. And you just, you know, no one has to say a word. You just don't like how you feel. And, and yeah. that's enough. And it becomes really clear that those foods just aren't serving you at all. So you had a lot more energy, you're eating better. And so what happened after that? So also, so prior to going through the program, I had also like maybe six months prior to that started my own business and, or maybe it was a little bit more than that. And I, I, you know, it's funny when I think about it now, I don't know being in that survival mode still, it's, it's kind of funny that I actually t- 
took took that step in that phase. Um, but when I think about it, I think that was also kind of in the survival mode because I had actually gotten laid off from my job. And so I just went right into it because it had always been something I wanted to do. So I, I dove um, right back in. Um, but then after going through this process and this, this transformation, that business that I had had started and I was making, you know, little money, I was getting by, but all, all of a sudden, like the money that I was making started increasing, like out of nowhere. It was just so profound to me. Isn't that amazing? And it, this is, this is just the way, the way it works. You know, it's, you attract who you are, you know, and you yeah. attract how you feel. And when you feel like you're not worthy and deserving, take a look at your surroundings, the people you're spending your time with, and it will represent that. And when you start feeling better, it starts representing that too. So now you do, and tell everybody what the work you do. What are you doing? Um, so I am a relaxation yoga teacher. Um, so I help people um, we, using yoga and meditation, but I help them, you know, relieve stress and, and really learn how to relax and slow down and train their minds and bodies, how to truly rest, which is different than sleep. Cause a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I rest. I sleep five hours a night. It's like, that's not truly rest. We, we rest in like meditation and Shavasana and things like that. And then that, that allows us to, you know, sleep better and have more energy and, and kind of all the things that, that I was able to do so much better after going through this transformation. And, and, you know, it's so interesting because when you think about it, betrayal absolutely creates an enormous amount of stress. So whether it's like, I'm wondering what came first, you know, the chicken or the egg, was it the need to, to like de-stress that made you want to do that or the other way around? But in the midst of healing from betrayal, it almost seems like, well, how could you do something like that? It seems so relaxing and so calming and so wonderful, but mm -hmm. I could see how healing it could be too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what, what, do, let's, let's just go there. What does yoga and, and that kind of yoga that you teach do for the body and mind? How does it help de-stress? Oh, it's, it's just, it's so nourishing. And it's, it's funny because I had been practicing yoga since for, for almost 18 years. And it had always been a part of my life. And when I was younger, it was this very spiritual, connected, deep practice. And then of course, as, as you grow up and you get into the real world, they're like, hurry up and do everything perfect. And, and so that, that bleeds into your practice. And all of a sudden you're just like doing, you know, these pushing the body and doing all these other things. But then as I, you know, kind of moved out of that, getting laid off from my job and realizing that, oh, hey, slowing down helps. That was my first aha moment that slowing down actually helps you because I was forced to slow. I had nothing to do all the time. <laughs> I had nowhere to be. It, it was a wake-up call, and it, it, but it felt amazing. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I realized I could actually be more productive because I was slowing down. So with yoga, um, with, with and meditation, and especially like, you know, things like if you're looking at power yoga or shtanga, uh, that that's a lot more activating. But what I do and what I teach is, is much slower, more restorative. Um, it, it's not necessarily restorative or yin, but it is more relaxing. And we still do some splits and things like that. But what you're doing is you're, you're getting on your mat and you're connecting with your body with no distractions. There's no cell phone. There's no to-do list. It's your time to to really allow yourself to connect with yourself. And also sometimes when that happens, like you said, that can be when you're going through 
you know, this survival mode, you have all this stuff backed up underneath. And so that can come up. But if you lean into that and like lean into that discomfort and let it burn up in the fire, that's when it can dissipate and disappear. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in this, this place of bliss and relaxation and peace. And then you return to, you know, your regular day-to-day routine, whether it's work or taking care of your kids. And you all of a sudden are realizing, oh my gosh, it's so much easier to get my kids on the bus in the morning because I'm, I'm, I'm peaceful all of a sudden. So, and, and you know what? And I want everybody to know, don't mistake, if you're not a yoga, uh, you know, if you don't do yoga, don't mistake the gentleness as it not being effective. It is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned this in another episode where, um, the, the intuitive coach that I was seeing where she, uh, she did this one, I don't even know. It wasn't Reiki, E-I-T, something you guys would know. No, it wasn't EFT. It wasn't tapping. I did that too. This was like a, like an intense kind of Reiki thing. And I went to do a yoga class a few days later and I was in class and I only went once a week, but I, but I went to that class and in about, I'd say within 10, 15 minutes, I felt so sick that I had to leave. And I'm talking like I could barely drive home. I had to pull over and it was awful. Right. And I was so freaked out by it because I didn't understand it. And she said, oh, that was a purge. And when you said, you know, stuff comes up in yoga that I cannot believe how, when I was healing from my betrayal, that came mm-hmm. up during that class. I mean, to the point where I had to leave the class and I could barely mm-hmm. drive home. I mean, it was that powerful. Have you, have you heard about that or, or, helped anybody through that? Because this was like, it was terrifying. I had no idea what that was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm getting like physically sick. I haven't, haven't seen or experienced, but how I've seen it come up is like sometimes, and, and something that I, I do for my students is I just create this sacred space where it's safe to, to feel what you need to feel and kind of open up. And I have had many students uh, just kind of just begin to cry yeah. <laughs> or, or some of it's like a word vomit. Like they just need to get things off their chest. And I just sit there and hold that space for them and allow them to release that. So that's that purge, right? It, and it, it does come up differently for different people. Sometimes they just need to sit there in silence for a minute, just do their own thing and just feel into it and let it pass and let it burn up. And that's what I love so much about yoga too, because it's not about doing what everybody else is doing. It's truly your own. You're there to do your own thing, whatever that means for you. Mm -hmm. Although I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That was so uncomfortable. It was, it was awful, but I could see how helpful and how healing it is. And, and that's what happens. This trauma gets stuck in the cells and it needs to come out it, whether it's crying, whatever you need to do. And yoga is such a beautiful, beautiful way to release it. So Lindsay, what do you, what do you want to make sure everybody knows before we wrap up? I just, I, I want to say to anybody listening to this, don't waste any more time being stuck. Don't waste any more time feeling lost or, or putting yourself at the end of the to-do list. Put yourself first and everyone else will be taken care of. I promise you. Oh, beautiful. And now here's that person who's like, oh, sure you healed, but my betrayal was so much bigger and so much worse. I can't heal. I'm, you know, struggling with this, that, and the other thing. And I feel, I don't feel worthy, deserving, lovable. What do you say to What do you say to him or her? It's not worth feeling that way. It's, there is, there is a way out. And I, I thought it was impossible for me to, I thought, with my circumstances, I thought with 
the the things and and things that were around. I'm trying to say this without getting too specific, but but certain circumstances for me, I I felt the same. Like, well, this is so bad. There's no way out of this. I will never get out of this. I cannot heal from this. It's not possible. Just know that it is. It, it really truly is. If you're willing to lean into the discomfort and do the work. And you know, willingness is my favorite word because it seems like that's really what it takes. It's a willingness. And here's the thing. We have every right to stay stuck. We have a great story. We have someone to blame. It's powerful, uh, but that's all we get. And and yeah. when we're willing to let that go, I mean, you're the, the perfect, perfect example of it. You get physical healing. You look mm-hmm. great. You get to do the work you love. You get to help so many people in the process. You get to feel good. You get to use your biggest crisis as your greatest gift. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, how do we, how do we learn more about you? Where do we go? Um, so my website is MackieTellaLiving.com. It's M-A-K-I-T-A-L-O. And then just the word living. Dot com, And you can grab three free mini yoga classes from me. They'll be sent right to your inbox. Oh, that's so perfect. Lindsay, I just want to thank you so much. I know there are so many people listening who are like, oh, I don't know, this is hard, but she did it. So can I. And that's exactly what we want. So thank you for your time. You inspired so many people with your story. Thank you for having me. It's so easy to get stuck after a betrayal and start believing that we're unworthy or unlovable. Then, as if that's not bad enough, we pile on our own negative self-talk, which only makes it worse. Yoga was one of the powerful processes Lindsay used to heal. And to get her free gift, just go to makataloliving.com. And we'll have all of her information in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. But here's my biggest takeaway. As Lindsay said, lean into the unknown. Change is the way you look at the unknown from being scary to unfamiliar. And just like everything that was unfamiliar to you in the past, once you did it, it became familiar to you and you were okay. Same thing here. So use your intuition as your guide because it's always spot on. Just don't let your head talk you out of it. Now, because the work of healing from betrayal takes lots of effort, but it's hugely rewarding, let me give you a little gift. Head over to pbtinstitute.com to receive my gift of How Your Biggest Crisis Reveals Your Greatest Gift. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.